The following is a presentation of KSL Sports. First and 12. A total roundup of this weekend's BYU football and the new look Big 12 Conference. First and 12 is sponsored by Macy's Grocery Store. Your hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Keery on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. Welcome on in to First and 12. Mitch Harper, Alex Keery coming to you on this Sunday morning. Every Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon. Also replayed 3 to 5 on KSL News Radio. Also airs on the KSL Sports Zone. Available on Podcast 2, KSL Sports app. And wherever you get your podcast, your weekly look at Big 12 football. And we got to just jump right in. It's our favorite segment of the week. It's always moving every single week. It's the power rankings here in the Big 12. The Big 12 Power Rankings Big Board. A weekly rank of all 12 programs from the elite to the bottom dwellers. All right, first things first. Spoiler alert. Oklahoma still at the top of the conference. I know it was just a two-point win over UCF, but uh, Brent Venables and uh, his guys, Mitch, they just, I mean, it's hard its hard not to put them at the very top. Obviously, they're undefeated. They're the only ones that are undefeated. And uh, they're, keeping the, they're keeping the hopes alive for the possibility of a college football playoff contender, possibly, uh, with the Sooners there in Norman. But, uh, yeah, the 31-29 win over UCF, I think was less a function of how, you know, oh, uh, Oklahoma's a faker in any sense. But John Rice Plumley gives something else to Central Florida. Sorry, UCF. But they also, <laughs> Mitch, give uh, – I, I think that, that you just have to figure it out every week. And when you're undefeated, it just gets harder and harder and harder to win. And uh, they've already matched their win total from last season. So good for the Sooners this year, man. UCF AD and Terry Mahajer is going to come for you, Alex, I know, if you keep saying that Central Florida. You know what? Uh, it's, like the old, it's like that one guy who used to – you couldn't say, let's get ready to blankety-blank or he'd come after you. You know, yeah. you always have people listening. You can't be that guy. Terry Mahajer will absolutely – he almost reached across the table at Big 12 Media Day and choked me. So, yeah, I'm, I'll feel the wrath. I have a hard time – I have a hard time shaking that habit, man. Number two, Texas. I, I got to ask, Alex, would you have considered – moving Texas to number one had they blown out Houston after Oklahoma had a close call? Because when it was 21-0 over Houston, I was thinking maybe Texas has got to move up to that number one spot, but it stands stays in place. No, because a blowout against Houston was supposed to be the standard, right? Yeah, so that's, that's you holding serve. That's you kind of just being normal. Uh, you know, again, you're maybe you're supposed to beat UCF by more if you're Oklahoma, but – now, yeah. Texas was supposed to beat Houston by that much, and the head-to-head, of course, is going to still go to Oklahoma between those two. And, you know, I don't think Oklahoma had an awful day. I just think that UCF showed up to play, man, and they just they have that, t- they have that target on their back. It's going to get harder every week. Uh, number three, the old power rankings as we get you going here. I, look, I was, I was wondering, too, about this because I actually saw the, – when I saw the, 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 the game go final between TCU and, and K-State, I thought – well, that wasn't much of a uh, rematch from the big, the old Big 12 uh, championship game <laughs> last year, which was a which was an awesome game to watch. I think it went into overtime, didn't it? So, I mean, that was that was yeah. an awesome game, and uh, no such luck. 41 to three, the Horn Frogs and Josh Hoover decided, nope, we're good. We'll just be Paper Tigers the first week against BYU out of the gates, and then we'll just go back to losing the rest of the way. 
TCU's a mess. But, yeah, Kansas State, a hard number three, too. I think they're in a very, very solid number three spot right there this week. Number four, Oklahoma State. They did have a win over K-State earlier this year, but I think the body yeah. work at K-State still gets the edge. Oklahoma State, though, trending up. They're playing great football. And what a turnaround because – We've talked about it a few times here on the show, but, I mean, that, that loss early in the season, they seemed like they were disjointed in the locker room, but they've rallied. And Alan Bowman has been comfortably now as the quarterback, and they finally got a clear vision there, and it's worked. And now they're getting on a win streak. And, hey, maybe Bedlam, the final edition, as the, the folks in, in the, around Oklahoma, when Bedlam gets laid to rest, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Coach oh, Venables. Come on. Uh, do? Maybe, yeah. maybe Oklahoma State's got a chance to be a spoiler to OU. I'm sure. No, you know what's great about that? that. And now that you say it, hey, you know what that means? That BYU game becomes a trap game. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And so then it's a because what what weekend is Bedlam? I mean, what what's the actual game for that? For or what's the actual date? November fourth. Oh, okay. So no, no, no. Two weeks I before. guess that, it is a couple weeks before. So yeah. You kind of wish you were playing one of those guys after afterward, but no, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But BYU gets those two guys back to back. Can you believe that? <laughs> now, when you look at it, Oklahoma <laughs> and Oklahoma State. Uh, yes, so there you go. Now we started to get a little bit weird because in the middle, I don't even know. It's like nobody <laughs> wants to move up or down. It seems like Iowa State kind of just stay, you know staying pat because they had a bye week. Kansas, same thing. West Virginia. I mean. <laughs> I don't know what to think about Neil Brown's team, but we're back to thinking about this guy maybe losing his job at this point, or maybe at least get that seat getting hotter this year, right? They're competitive, but yeah, they got to get to six, and it's tough, and they're still at that four-win mark, and and uh, tough to lose at home, tough to lose that Hail Mary last week. Uh, two winnable games, and they let him slip through the cracks. So yeah, Neil Brown, maybe uh, if he doesn't get to six, then it, it becomes a real conversation again uh, on his hot seat status. Number eight, BYU. They move up. Big bounce back win for the Cougs. I think it was deserved for them to go up Tate. Now, this will be controversial, Alex. Number nine, who do we got there? Yeah, TCU. I can't believe you put BYU ahead of TCU here, Mitch. No, we decided on this together. We but did. I think it's I think it's because, I mean, overall, BYU has a better record. TCU is, I mean, when you talk about, like, because it's such a weird whiplash, I think that just shows you how much of a mess they actually might really be. Uh, I don't think we got the real version of TCU last week. I think that you got just a week where they came out and they were fired up and they prepared for BYU better than BYU prepared for them. And then TCU this week gets their butts handed to them uh, on the opposite side of things. And I think TCU, we could see them shoot back up the board. We could see them go even further down. I mean, it, it's crazy. I don't see them really sitting anywhere in the middle. They, they're uh, they're schizophrenic with that thing, uh, with them. And you know what? Uh, at number 10, I know you got a team right there who's uh, – at least not in the basement anymore like they have been. That's Baylor. And, you know, I, I considered maybe UCF here because even – but they haven't won any games. So Baylor gets the nod after they, they won a game at Cincinnati. Uh, and, you know, Blake Shapin showed a lot of promise because I really thought he was damaged goods. I mean, since that Big 12 championship game in 2021, he hasn't been good for Baylor. He's struggled. And I thought that was his best performance since the Big 12 title game a few years ago. So Baylor checks in at number 10. Yeah, and I feel bad for Joey McGuire in Texas Tech at eleven because uh, I like him again. I don't know. I have these, I have these, I have these coaches in my mind that I'm like, man, I want to see that guy in the league for a long time, and they might not be uh, in the league for very long if they can't figure their stuff out. But Texas Tech at eleven, and uh, they might even fall even further by the time this whole thing is said and done. Maybe go on one, go on one of those uh, 
those, those famous BYU four-game losing streaks like they had last year. I don't know. It's just bad look right now for Tech, and uh, the Red Raiders fans are reeling right now. Joey McGuire assembles talent almost as good as, as well as anyone in this Big 12. He can recruit at a high level. He's got a five-star commit in the 2024 recruiting class, and he's got talent on that roster, but they are not disciplined, Alex. And then when you insert a true freshman at quarterback, the wheels just came off for Texas Tech. They were a mess against BYU. Number 12, UCF. Again, I think that was, even though they haven't won a game in the league yet, I think I saw a lot from them, and I think you're right that John Reese Plumley just is a game changer for them. He brings so much more confidence to that offense. So they're the best of that AAC newcomers that are now mm-hmm. in the league who who fill the last three spots. Hey, good for them. Anytime you can pull yourself out of the total basement, good for them. Uh, yeah, you're right though. The newcomers are are struggling. Uh, Houston at 13, and I think that's like us being like, hey man. Houston, nice job, you guys. We'll put you up at 13, uh, and almost, but almost not just because you barely lost to Texas, but because number 14 is such a bad team right now. That's Cincinnati, and this is what it's feeling like it was going to be all along with Scott Satterfield, and they surprised us all getting a you know, full pit experience win where just it's pit being pit. Uh, yeah. But that that's what that was, and Cincinnati is, is becoming what – we thought. I mean, I predicted them in the preseason to go winless in the league, and they're well on their way because they're 0-4 and they're on a five-game skid at the moment. Uh, we'll take a break here. We've got our sound roundup around the corner, a special little ditty that's uh, been drawn up by our producer, Eric, who we are uh, very grateful to because uh, we asked kind of as a joke, and he put together something amazing you do not want to miss. It's all part of our sound roundup and so many more things going on right here. It's a first and 12 on a Sunday Thanks for joining us. Alex Curie, Mitch Harper, 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone and KSL News Radio. Stay right here.